Welcome to the family with co-host Catherine Brandt, Hackmaster Rafta of Basham MD, and Andy Brandt Bernard. Yes. We'll be right back. It's Alex's birthday, so she will not be in. It's her baby birthday. Did you ever take your birthday off? No, of course I never took nope. my birthday off. I took it off of school Alex. once, but yeah, that's it. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. Weird. Yeah, Mom and I will just carry the torch. Don't worry about it. Okay. Yeah, no. Spend the money. We'll make it. That's it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about a thing. <laughs> we will be right back. Kick things off with the family. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best your best interest in mind correct well you want to know what your rights are you know whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not that's a choice it's a free consultation and you want to understand what your all your rights are and what coverages you have and plus the fact i hang out with you so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if i'm hanging out with you uh, maybe <laughs> uh, okay ladies and gentlemen michael bryant bradshaw and bryant walls around motor group walls.com and doug sprinthal Nissan news. This is exciting, and I'm glad Andy's here. We just got our first shipments at Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan of the all-new 2021 Nissan Rogue. Dude, you need to trade. This is a brand-new vehicle. It's got bird's-eye parking, so when you're backing up, you hit the screen, and it's like a spy satellite above oh. the vehicle, It is, and it's got ProPilot. It is cool. Trade your car in. Well, Melissa said she did like this one better than the last one, so maybe she'll like the next one better than this one. All right. Be like Andy and Melissa and check out the Nissan Rogue. It's been a dream of mine to be like Andy ever since he was born. <laughs> so, yeah, check out these vehicles at Walzer Nissan in Burnsville and in Coon Rapids, House of J-Lo and the House of Dan Resch. Tell them Andy sent you. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. So, do you want to cover some of the very uplifting national news? Yes. Okay, ready? Cops, when Hitman came, she lied and took a bullet for her daughter. Five FBI agents shot, two fatally in Florida. Uh, I can keep going. When are we going to learn to stop, even stop talking about getting rid of cops because they are just opening fire on everybody and it's going to get much worse if they don't stop? I just, what is wrong with people? Yes, we're not going to have any law enforcement. Do whatever you want. Why would you tell people that? Well, because they're, they're dividing and conquering and they're, they're doing it. They're totally doing it. It's working. But who are most of the victims? Do you know? Uh, black people? Black people in law enforcement. Those are almost all of the victims are black people, black residents, and black and white law enforcement. And brown, of course. Mm. But I, I just, I don't know. The very people you're talking about are the ones that are getting harmed the most. Well, what are you doing? I don't get it. Of course, you know, police say rapper Salento killed his own cousin, so don't worry about the rap world. 
You got Marilyn Manson, who apparently is a rapist, we're finding out. Jesus. I've never understood that. You've got a huge career. You have very little talent. I mean, The Beautiful People was a good song, but that's the only one he ever did that was any good. Uh, he got it made, got the world by the ass, and he starts raping women? It's a power thing. How small is your penis that you have to have to get, gain power by raping it, someone? It's just, it's just, I think that I am all that, and I can do what I want, and I guess everybody so. must submit to me. It's basically... Uh, a feudalism sort of thing. Oh, I guess it is. Well, Feudal. Made, yeah, fe- it's more like feudalism. Like, oh, hey, mm-hmm. hey, your daughter's pretty good uh, looking. Uh, well, she's going to move up to the castle with us. Is that okay with you? Good. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly or, right. Or, 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 or when they used to, I mean, how many, how many uh, societies, well, I guess they weren't societies, how many brutal medieval groups were running around raping and pillaging and taking the oh, loot home. Sure. I mean, that was just an yeah, acceptable sort of thing. Or or the yeah. or one of the or one of the pages comes by, "Hey, I'd like to look to your husband. How about he come move up uh, up to the castle with Jesus. us?" Uh, the, uh, king likes uh, king, king likes to look to your your, uh, your husband. So, uh, you know, kiss mm-hmm. him goodbye. You know, that that yeah. you know, it Perfect. that went on, that went on and you know, rampantly for so long yes, because of that feudalism and, and you're right it's this it's this <clears throat> idea of feudalism I have so much money I have so much fame I, and I have this power I'm just going to use it and take the chance of being caught or being called out on it or whatever but then it, but the British people they, they really don't get imprisoned they really don't oh I'm so sorry you did that I'm sorry I know God that's the other thing no bail for murderers no. oh okay I, I just mm. I, like I said, the world has just gone mad, and I, I don't. I, and it has to swing the other way, and that's all there is to I it. Guess. it. It just has to. It cannot continue this way. I mean, people, cities are being, uh, people are fleeing from cities. Cities are being burned. All, all this terrible stuff is happening. It, it just cannot continue on forever. And no matter how entrenched you are in your little feudal tribe, you've got to go. Hmm. Maybe this isn't working for me anymore when I can't even take a walk past 4 o'clock in the afternoon or I have to fear for stopping at a stop sign uh, because I'm afraid of being carjacked. Yeah, or being accosted. And it's a real fear. Yeah. Yeah, and and they're real fears. They're they're not bullshit. No, they are real fears, no doubt about it. It's going to take, it takes, it's going to take, you know, Two or three, no, probably ten years, and all those people will be out of office who have, have instituted all these programs because it will not affect them. Uh, but it'll be no. take about ten years, and then they'll figure, well, gee, you know, there's we don't have enough tax money to do all the things we want in California, or we don't have we don't we can't do the things we want to do because all these companies have left, or mm-hmm. the cities have are just it's going to be this urban decay. It's going to be another round of '60s ur- bad urban yep. decay, bad urban decay. Yep. What do you think, Jim? It is. It's Tim's fault. That's the problem. It's all my fault, damn it. You know what's interesting about this whole defund the police thing, and obviously, uh, you know, being the son of a law enforcement officer and an uncle of another and a brother of another and the brother-in-law of another, obviously I know a lot of law enforcement folks. You notice how the bad behavior just started just with the mere mention of them doing it? What happens when they actually do it? You know, that's a scary thing right now. I mean, I don't know if if any cities actually have instituted this defund policy where they actually have fewer cops on the street or whatever. 
But uh, that's the scary part. It's just the, the whole mention of it seemed like through the floodgates open. Could I ask you everybody a question? And I'd, seriously, I, I, basically, I guess this is for for Tim and Ralph. I just don't understand this whole idea that we've gotten back to all white people are the same, all cops are the same, all black people are the same. When did we get back to thinking with such small brains? Yeah, yeah. yeah but why did we get? What the hell is wrong with? People? Why did we get back to judging? People by the color of their skin. When I did know. that happen? I, I don't know. You know, I guess we're pro- we are we were programmed when we were growing up to not determine what well, a person looked like well, was the well, was, I, was what who they were. We I were was programmed. I was programmed yep. that way. I was programmed mm-hmm. heavily that Me way. Me too. And uh, since then, you say, you know what? Well, you know that wasn't the best idea. And I, you know, I've, I, you know, and it's a struggle, and it always will be a struggle. To try to get beyond that and get that out of your mind and just not think those sort of things. Not be prejudicial or bigoted about things. But mm-hmm. we're going right back to it. Absolutely. So, we are. All yep. white people I guess we, are bad. We were wrong. Yep. We were wrong, apparently. We were taught wrong. We were indeed. We have to be well, i tell you how I was programmed. Don't break the law. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Guess who Tim had the answer <laughs> if Tim broke the law? Yeah, right. His father. Oh God! Yes. And, and my dad always told me, "Don't mouth off to anybody. You don't know what their mindset is. You don't know if they're drunk. You don't know if they have a knife, mm-hmm. gun, or what. You have no idea." And someone, you know, just all of a sudden goes nuts on you because you said something wrong. You looked at them wrong, or whatever. Yep. Yeah. I don't really understand any of it. And then, you know, I see. I have a question for you. Because, of course, uh, now they had to drag uh, Native Americans into the oil uh, argument, uh, shutting down the Keystone Pipeline. And I believe it was, I don't know, it was a spokesperson for a tribe there. It goes through tribal land, I know that. But all of it does, from what I understand. We have 64,000 miles of pipe already. And a lot of it does go through Native lands. But don't all, the trains, not don't, the trains do run through tribal lands. I would much rather have a pipe going through my land than a train full of oil. Oh, that's true. I, yeah, you would think. I, I don't know why you'd want that going through your land when you could have a pipeline. Well, that, the pipeline isn't pretty, and it's, and it's a fixed thing. Yeah. It's I mean, if it... Uh, a lot Some of it's of it above is, yeah. ground. Oh, I they're thought. doing it above ground? Oh, okay. It depends on I when thought? they can. Some of it, yeah. 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 So a lot the pipe just sit dormant. Then is that what, what the yeah, whole plan is? Weird. Mm. Now let me ask you one other thing: Who owns those rail lines where they'll switch all <laughs> that oil shipping to when you move away from the Keystone Pipeline? Who owns those rail lines? Oh, the railroads. Ooh, they got. They have the most. They have some of the greatest power in the United States. They were granted right away power that is, you know, subjugates uh, municipalities, states, and everything. You don't. Go anywhere everything. near everything. Everything. They are yep. just, and they're shipping that stuff. And if there's a derailment and it lights up, it is an unbelievably difficult thing to put out because it's so oh, much God, heat yeah. comes out of that oil. Wasn't there an accident the in the last couple of years? Am I? I don't know what I'm, I thought there was some sort of derailment with a big in Canada. Fire. In Canada, they had, yeah. a, they had a okay. derailment and it burned a town down. I mean, I look at I look at, well. I look, I look at uh, Wyzetta. Wyzetta has. They have these rail cars with oh, yeah. liquid propane, oh, yeah. per, uh, sodium perchlorate. They have uh, uh, the petroleum, uh, uh, the, the crude oil going through there. If that derails and lights up, it'll burn Wyzetta down. 
burn it to the ground. Everything, because those fires are so hot, and it it, it just melts and burns everything. It is a fat, unbelievable terror. So. Well, so far we found two of the owners of rail lines, and I don't know for sure if they're if the oil is going to pass on those rail lines. But I'm, and the rail cars are owned by these people, so I assume they will. Uh, the two of the owners, not all of, they don't own all of it, but two of the owners are. Warren Buffett and Bill Gates. Mm. Oh, Bill Gates owns railroads? I didn't know that. A lot of... He owns a lot more than Warren Buffett does, from what I understand. He owns a lot of rail lines. Wow. Yeah, so like I said, I assume they'll just be part of the whole deal. I just love the fact that two guys gave you millions of dollars in campaign donations, and now all of a sudden they're going to get all the oil business because you wrote an executive order. How do we let this continue to happen in this country? Why why have we lost our checks and balances? Why have we, we lost We really them? have none. We don't have any anymore. We, we, the rich people do whatever the hell they want, and they use poor people, whether they be black, white, brown, red, whatever it is. They use poor people, and the poor people just keep voting for them, and I will never yes, understand why that is. Nope. I don't get it. Why do you allow them to keep trampling you to make more yeah. money? Yeah. I don't understand that. They promise things and never deliver. And I'm, I'm still no, waiting for those deliver. college exactly. students to get their debt re, re, you know, forgiven. I'm waiting for that. Boy, it's going to yeah, be a cold luck. day and yeah. you know where. Yeah, um, I don't see that ever. There's no way. We have a caller. Who's the caller? It's Craig. Craig. Uh, Andy, do you want to take a break here and then come back with Craig? Uh, sure. How far are we into it? We're, we're good? Well, probably like 13 minutes or so. Okay, why don't we take a break and then we'll come back with Craig and Timmy right, right after this with the family. Tom Bernard with CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Great to have you here, Michael. Always a pleasure to be with you, Tom. Michael, can you tell me, what do you like most about your job? Well, I know we only have a minute, so the short version is how we build relationships with our customers, being able to drive around town and see all the businesses we've been able to help, and how that translates to jobs for their employees, and the impact that makes on families in our area. It's truly rewarding. I also love to see the families that started banking with us 22 years ago when their children were young. Now those kids are adults. They're banking with us too. Lastly. I'd say seeing our customers' reactions when we're able to do something unexpected for them, like deliver cash directly to them when they need it, but physically can't come to the bank. I love what I do. Did you bring some of that cash here today? Huh? (laughs) Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. As you know, my friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. He didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the new Giza Dream Sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me, which is crucial for my busy schedule. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza Sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. The first night you sleep on the Giza Sheets, you will never want to sleep on anything else. Giza Dream Sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors. Mike is making a special offer for my listeners. You buy one set, get another set absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the Radio Listener Square, and use promo code TOM, T-O-M. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and so much more. 
Call 1-800-516-5146, use promo code TOM, or go to MyPillow.com. Make sure you use the promo code TOM. I'm rocking out, man. That's all I have to say. I'm rocking out. We have Craig on the line. Craig, how are you? Tom, how are you? What? You down there in the oil land. Way to go, Craig. The last conservative Sebastian in America. <laughs> the last bastion of conservatism is in South Texas. You damn right. Craig, how are things going? Great. Great. Uh, I haven't been cancel cultured yet, so that's nice. Um, well, I have. Uh, you have. I know that for sure. You're the king of You got culture. that right. Jesus. They tried well, their best. Well, the end of the segment, Craig. We'll cancel you. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. You'll be canceled. That's hilarious. Don't worry. I'll so be trending on? on Twitter by the end of this conversation. That's probably yeah. Do they do they go after you for coming on this show? Oh, all the time. It's like that, Craig. What an asshole! And nonstop. What? Why are you an asshole? <laughs> what did you do? I, I just I support Tom Bernard, and that's good enough for them. So. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where they get. To. You know, I have a question because I did see that Harry, Prince Harry, sued a couple of newspapers and he won. I wonder if I should sue the newspapers and TV stations because they won't stop bugging the piss out. Of, maybe I should sue them. Well, City Pages what a is good idea. dead. So good luck. What's dead? City Pages. Oh yeah, City Pages. Yeah, they're done. They, yeah, they can't get any money off of them because uh, they don't have any. That was what the worst whole rag ever. Mm-hmm. I remember one time, I can't uh, remember what the hell it was about, but somebody in there wrote an article, and the title of the article was Tom Bernard, ish, ish, ish. Maybe that was an homage, Tommy, to your yes. mom saying ish. Didn't she say ish? No. Catherine just pointed out why they did it. Go oh, I, it was just, I, I just was saying, it, they just copied my blog. <laughs> Where it says Tom Bernard ish ish ish. Yeah, some days it'll all work out in the end. Nobody. I hope someday they really understand. I don't give a rat's ass what you think. Go after me all you want. Uh, you know, I've had a nice long career. Do whatever you need. I'll probably be around another ten years. So have at it, because I don't give a rat's ass what you say. Right, Craig. Damn right. So what's the latest in your life? What's happening with you? Is any pipeline coming through your property? Oh, uh, I, I, I hear the thing right now in Texas is that Governor Abbott gave the state of the state address yesterday. And he pretty much said, uh, liberals, kiss my ass. You're not going to do anything to the state. And uh, told him that Texas is going to protect the oil jobs. Uh, that if any city in Texas even thinks about defunding the police, he will step in and stop it. Uh, and he he has pretty much laid out a complete uh, uh, anti-liberal uh, agenda. And he pretty much ordered his attorney general to, if any executive order that Biden signs, is that they'll instantly file court documents and fight it. And so he refuses to let Biden kill the oil jobs in Texas. And so his approval ratings are skyrocketing. And down here mm-hmm. in southern Texas, is that it's just nothing but oil jobs and port jobs. And, and Biden is in the, in the Green New Deal is, is trying to 
shove solar and wind power down here. And, and Governor Abbott yesterday said that there will not be solar power and wind power in the southern parts of Texas because that's oil country. And it was pretty good. It was a pretty good speech. You should look it up. Well, I have a question for you, Craig. Aren't most of those workers Spanish and aren't most of them immigrants? Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> they are. They're mostly Hispanics and immigrants. Why would he do and, that and to them? And so the thing is, is that the, the Hispanics, well, that's the thing is that, like, the real Grand Valley, that's where I am, is, like, identified as kind of like the temperature of the country because Hispanics voted for Trump uh, a lot more, not enough, but right. that all the Democrats are starting to get worried that they might be losing the Hispanic push. And the thing is, is that you just pretty much told oh, all the God. Hispanics who come to southern Texas for oil jobs to learn how to code or get a green job. And yeah. I don't know if you've been yep. to Texas, but, uh, you know, oh yeah, we don't, it's just crazy. But the thing is also is that the, the mass exodus, I mean, I shouldn't talk. I mass exodus out of Minnesota. But uh, the mass exodus out of the West Coast is that the Oregon, Washington, and California is that these people are coming oh, yeah. to Texas in droves. And yesterday which is kind of funny, not really funny, but I find it funny, is that uh, a bunch of Hispanics shot up a car just because it had a California license plate. And, uh, <laughs> whoops, whoops. And so, and so, the thing, so the thing is, is there's a lot of, like, anti-California, anti-West Coast sediment. And, and right now, like, uh, the big story is, is that there's a big rally uh, on Sunday down here. And it's the don't don't uh, don't give me avocado toast uh, protest, and it's basically fighting like you're not California and <laughs> South Texas, and like there's four thousand people already signed up, and oh, and you know if, if, if there's unity, if Biden's promoting unity, that he's doing one hell of a job. <laughs> well, Hillary I will did, tell you, Hillary did the same thing. She said that she was going to, uh, we're going to close down this coal industry, and she lost three states right there. She lost three states yep. in that comment. Yep. So I don't know. You know, now we have this uh, the, this this current administration who is trying to do the same thing. It, it, the, the, these unions and these people, they, you know, they don't. That's their life. I mean, that's their, when you're in West Virginia, you're a coal miner. That's all you got. So I'll tell you. I'll tell you that the next the next scariest thing down here is that down the Rio Grande Valley there is uh, 150 gun stores. Okay, which is it, you know it's tax. You know, I get a free shotgun if I open up a bank account down here. So, um, <laughs> great. <laughs> okay. So the thing is, is that Tuesdays and Thursdays is when these gun stores get ammo supplies. Yep. And every time I drive past this gun store, uh, in my in my neighborhood, you know, I'm, and I bought. Mm. Listen, I'm not gonna lie. I bought AR-15 when I soon as I got mm. here. It was seven hundred dollars. It was a good deal. Uh, I can't buy ammo down here because the line outside the stores down here are, are massive. And the thing is, is that every ammo store in Southern Texas has, it sells out every Tuesday and Thursday. And you can't buy like even ammo for hunting because people are hoarding ammo and they're hoarding guns. And <laughs> it's like, what the hell's going on? You know, well, is governor Walsh running down here? Yeah, well, and, uh, <laughs> 
That's happening here. That's happening here. You know, you go to the, the sporting goods store, and I was in one of the sporting goods store, and uh, asked me that. Oh no, we don't have any ammo. And they told the store there's people that come in every morning, every morning. Ask, ask Andy to find the the Gander Mountain video from the Anoka store. Is that the guy, the ammo guy, filmed uh, his point of view of what happens every Tuesday morning? Yeah, and opens the doors, and there's. All these people just start running in with big crates, and they just buy them out. <laughs> God. You know what's so amazing to me is, and I'm in a position, I'm pretty much a centrist. I'm looking to start a third party if we somehow can. I don't mind Republicans, and I don't mind Democrats. It's these far-left, far-right people that drive us nuts, and they just right now will not shut up, and I'm sick to death of them. You know, why can't you just be a Republican or a Democrat or a centrist or what? Why can't you just accept both sides of an argument? Mine's strong. I could fight for my side. You can fight for your side. But you don't have to hate me over it. I mean, my God, what is that? Well, we're, you know, we're we're in the, in the, a world of hate. I mean, it's it's it's. Why? It's continued hysteria and hate are are continually Ugh. promulgated by the press. I mean, they, they, mm-hmm. they can't. They do not want to let go of the COVID hysteria. They don't want to let go of the hatred because that's all they have to report on. That's it. That's that's why why yeah. watch the news because it's you know you you hate this, you hate that. I hate you. I hate the oil industry. I hate pollution. Blah blah. And then it's just hate, and that's all it boils down to. So, yeah, the news media hey, is uh, just worthless. Yep. Speak, uh, speaking is. of hate, is uh, Tim still on? Yeah. Tim's here. He's hating everybody. Uh, too much hating going on, as Randy Moss once said. What's up, What's up, Craig? Tim, Tim buddy, did you read Steven Spielberg's uh, essay yesterday? In no. Empire? No. What, what did he write about? Uh, he wrote this big essay on how uh, cinema will survive COVID-19, and, and I just frankly think he's just absolutely disconnected to what the world is. Oh, well, really? that's, and, I think uh, that's the case with a lot of these guys that, you know, he doesn't have to worry about it, you know. Yeah, no. Uh, he's got so, a film that can afford to sit on the shelf for a year with uh, West Side Story, whereas, you know, some of these filmmakers are, well, look, studios, let's be honest. I mean, they're in a business. It's called the movie business, and you cannot let your product sit around. I mean, that's why so many are making these moves to streaming. So, no, it sounds interesting. I'll take a look at it, but yeah, yeah. He, he, he talks He talks about in this essay about the human experience and how people love to experience stuff together, and, uh-huh. and that was the beauty of cinema. I just think this guy hasn't been around a theater in the last four years, like a real theater, like a, like a, like a right, right. suburb theater. Because frankly, I think people hate each other now, and and that movies were used as kind of like a catalyst for dates and stuff like that, and like with the invention of of Tinder or Grinder, whatever, that you can you know you can kind of skip that that dating phase, and and frankly, like I saw two movies the other the other day. I saw Greenland, which I think is is an amazing film. Uh-huh. And oh, okay. I saw Run Height Fight, uh, Run Hide Fight, uh, about the school shooting. I thought that film was amazing. I watched The Little Things on HBO Max, and I thought that was pretty good. 
And mm-hmm. I just realized, I just realized is that like, I don't want to go back to the theater and because it was so enjoyable just to watch the, the movies on TV. And yeah. I just think that the future of HBO Max and big, big production movies coming to HBO Max is, is the future. And there's no way to get around it. You know, Craig, it's interesting that you, you bring this up because, about dating and things like that and how dates, people still to go out on dates. But you can now, with streaming and the right service, you can stream a movie to the back seat of your car. Yep. You can watch a movie in your car, on your on your iPad or on your laptop. You can stream your it right to your in. car, and so you have your yeah your own yeah your own drive in to a certain a certain extent. And well, it's not only that, Ralph. I, I, we got a, I got my wife a digital projector, yeah. and you can get them for relatively cheap now. And you would not believe the quality of of, of a digital projector now. I mean, it is really good stuff. Yeah, but if you want is. that bigger picture, so to speak, you know, the big picture, you're going to get it for relatively cheap. And, and really, there is no incentive otherwise to go yeah. to see a film in theaters yeah. where you're going to get the cell phones and the yakking and all that kind of BS. Yeah, the, the, the sociologic. Half hour of previews. <laughs> yes, the sociologic, uh, sociologic piece of being with other people and experiencing with other people, you know, you know, a bit like the Coliseum uh, element, uh, you know, is there. Yeah. But you, how important is it for people now? How, how wouldn't you rather just be with your family? Yep. You know, to a certain yeah, extent. Well, I mean, I mean, COVID nineteen has taught us that, you know, we can still get these experiences at home without the theater. Unfortunately, like the AMC is. And that meme stop stuff is that it, it might survive. But, I, like, the thing is, is that, like, I don't quite understand how society is going to go back to going to theaters after after this period because it just doesn't make, like, sense anymore. And, like, and then, but Steven Spielberg in his essay says that people want to be around other people and experience the same feelings. I don't, nope. what type of theater does he go to the last thing i want to do is <laughs> to have some jackass start laughing really loud at jokes that doesn't make any sense it, that ruins the movie for me you know that's not yeah. the human experience i'll get up and leave the experience is probably different for me because it is more of a controlled environment where they won't allow cell phones and if somebody gets really obnoxious they're going to kick them out um, so I do get that sort of atmosphere that I really miss, you know, where you can kind of take, you can feel the, you know, the atmospheres as such where it's like, wow, people are into it. You can just feel it. But, yeah, I, it's been a long time since I've been to a, quote-unquote, normal theatrical viewing where you do have all those other distractions. We and, shall and, take and a quick one, break. Be right. We'll get some, hold on, Craig. We'll be right back in just two minutes, Okay. Okay, we'll be right back with Craig and Tim and all the rest of us. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. Last year, about this time when we were making plans for Key West, I met the folks from Shift Real Estate. And when I heard the Shift story, it made sense to me. It made sense to my kids, and it makes sense to pretty much everybody that's heard about them. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees. How do they do it? Shift lists for a flat fee of $5,000. You work with a full-time salaried agent. They take professional photos and videos of your home, list it on the MLS, and market your home online, all for a $5,000 flat fee. 
Call Shift Real Estate and tell them about your home. Tell them that you heard me talking about it, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more when you list with Shift. It's the common sense way to sell your home. Visit Shift2Sell.com. That's Shift, the number two, Sell.com. Because life is expensive enough. What's more important than reliable plumbing? Having someone you can rely on in case it ever needs attention. Hi, Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Look, you don't want to mess around with leaks or shoddy installation or repair when it comes to plumbing. Sabre is the largest installer of Moen fixtures and Rheem water heaters in Minnesota. They're dependable pros who get the job done right. So when plumbing happens, call Sabre or visit saberheating.com. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors, to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is an equal opportunity employer. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. And as we go into the final segment of the first hour, I will tell you a story. Andy and I went to a movie when we were on vacation in Florida two years ago. Well, yeah, about a year and a half ago, something like that. So we're on vacation. We're in Florida, and we go see a movie. Uh, Maybe Was it two years or three years ago, Andy? At least three, I would say. Was it at least three? It's been a while. Okay, so Andy and I go. Andy and I go to a local movie, and they have uh, at this cinema down in down in Florida. They have these seats that that move along with the movie. Like, so if somebody flying flying a plane, your seat will move along with that airplane on the screen. So I figured, well, that'll be a good deal because nobody will be sitting in there, and we'll we'll get that. So I, I paid twenty five dollars a ticket. Cost fifty bucks for Andy and me to go see this movie. And we're sitting there, and we're watching the credits and blah, 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 and there's nobody else sitting in the expensive seats. Do you remember what the name of the seats were, Andy? Do you, do you remember what they called them? No. I don't either. So anyway, we're good to go. Uh, movie's about to start, and about five, six young teenage girls decide they're going to come sit in the seats. They didn't pay for them, but they're just going to come and sit in these seats because they think it's a better place to sit. You know, So they just come and sit in seats they didn't even pay for, and then sat on their phones the entire movie. The whole area was lit up with, with telephone screens because they would not get off their, their phones the entire movie. Yep. It, it's the most, I don't ever want to go back to the, the movies if it's going to be like that. If you keep people under control and the second they get out of line, they got to go. I love going to the movie, but I don't like going to the movies with other people unless they make them behave. What do you think of that? I just don't get why go to the movie if you're just going to go on your phone the entire time. I know. Like why, why pay for a movie there? and then not pay any attention to it? Well, in the case of teenagers, they're just trying to stay out of the house. You know, they're then just just looking go for to the mall to do. and sit at the food court or something like they used to. I, I don't know. Exactly. I, I, I just I don't understand it either. It's just. But I mean, that's the whole thing. I I think they they put one attendant 
in a theater. Yeah, right. And what if, you know, there's like six or seven of these teams? No I mean, they travel in packs. Yeah. There's no attendance. Now, they could easily just no. attack somebody. They yeah. could just attack somebody. I, I think people well, yeah, are afraid of everybody now because people are violent and they just attack. Well, there's no attendance. My favorite story. I've seen an attendant in a movie theater? Not for ages. Uh, well, down here I they have. have I've down seen them. Oh. Down in Florida they have them, yeah. yeah. But my favorite story of all time is the old location of the Hopkins Theater. Not the new location, but the old location. Many, many years. I was seeing a movie called Mulholland Drive, so that was probably 20 years ago, something like that. I don't remember when it came out, but I was there. And there were three young guys. They were about 19, 20 years old. They're sitting in the front row and blah, blah, blah. And they wouldn't shut up. And they kept talking and talking and talking in full volume, by the way. Not even whispering. They're talking to each other in full volume. And they just, ha, ha, ha. They're punching each other in the arm, all the rest of it. So finally, I stood up and I used the entire word. And I said, shut the F up right now. <laughs> they came and got me and kicked me out of the theater. <laughs> Well, that's because you used a swear word. Because I used a swear word. Okay. Sir, so no you can just yammer all you want. Yeah, no, no public swear. You could be an obnoxious prick and ruin the movie for everybody else, but when somebody tells them to shut up, then you got to go. Well, what's Mulholland Drive rated, though? If it's R, then, you know. Uh, it had to be rated R, I would think. David Lynch picture. Yes. Well, David Lynch, yeah, that's exactly right. So, I don't know. I, I, I would love to go back to the theater. Michelle Mann's a wonderful person, and I love the people over at uh, Marcus Theater, Southbridge Crossing Cinema. I love going to those theaters, but they have got to have these people. You need to shut up. You get one shot, and if you blow it, you got to go. That's fair, isn't it? <clears throat> yeah. yeah, but it'll never happen. No, it won't. No, not, no. Well, you know, I think I mentioned this a couple weeks ago. I mean, it's going to be where theaters are going to at least initially take anybody they can get. Yeah. Oh, I know, suppose so whether they're going to be, you know, are they going to be more lax? Because, you know, they, the last thing they're going to want is somebody uh, bitching about, oh, I got kicked out because you and spreading bad words. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, you know, you see this in, in Las Vegas. They're trying to get anybody there they want. So they drop room prices at some of the hotels like the Rio down to $30, $40 a night. And oh God! Punks are coming in. So they put four punks come in, or pile into a car, drive up from L.A., sleep in the same room. They buy liquor just at a liquor store on their way or whatever. They're up there and they're assaulting people on the Vegas Strip. So this this oh, the, the, this sort of uh, violence has come in just because they they want to take anything they can get. So the movie theaters are going to do their they just want people. They want warm bodies to pay the money. God. Can you just rent the entire theater for yourself? How much would that cost? Well, that's like, <laughs> go at home. Do it at home, then. Well, pretty cheap. I mean, right now, I mean, that's an option. Right now it is, yeah. No, right now it is. Uh, do we still have, is Craig still with us? He literally just hung up. Uh, yeah, I just heard Oh, it. I was hoping he'd hang I mean, hey, back to work. I wanted to ask you quickly, Tommy, because you, uh, you and uh, Catherine called me last week about the little things. Did you get a chance to see it? We did. We saw it, and I'm a big Denzel Washington fan. Matter of fact, I'm a big fan of pretty much everybody in the movie. Uh, I thought the movie was too long because it's two hours and ten minutes long. Yeah. Uh, and had kind of a weak ending, I thought. Yeah. So, yeah, I would love to talk about your thoughts about the ending, yeah. but I think they'd be giving too much away. But I think it's <laughs> yeah. pretty yeah. clear that they got the right guy, I think. I would think so. Boy, yeah, what a but, prick uh, he is. Boy, Jared, Jared Leto, Leto, man. How about the creepy-ass oh. Jared Leto? 
Oh, he's oh. so creepy. <laughs> Catherine didn't care for him. <laughs> oh, up God, he was so, and such an asshole on top of it. Oh. Oh. No, it's true. But, but there's a great case of less is more when you yep. get him uh, pulling up to the side of Denzel Washington and he says this line out loud, which oh. if I said it, you wouldn't make any sense to anybody. you got to see the movie. And then he right. just stops and then he just kind of points at him real slow like and doesn't say anything and it's like jesus that's more effective than anything i mean he's really really good he's a you know he's yeah. got a yeah, reputation for being a creepy guy and apparently he's dragged <laughs> it into this alleged <laughs> alleged reputation allegedly creepy well no with well, young you know, girl, like 16 year old girls careful, what? You know. is that not true timmy it's like with 16 year old girls you're talking about isn't it well that's that's what uh, my daughter, you know, on social media, that kind of crap was going around. So oh, whether it's okay. true or not, so you got to be careful, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, you would yeah. hope that if, if it is, if it does approach that sort of behavior, that it'd be called out like a Marilyn Manson sort of deal. Yeah. Because, yeah, you know, true. just as we were talking, shifting gears slightly, um, he's been dropped by his label, and now he's been dropped by CAA. Uh-oh. That didn't take long. He's done. I I have to say, I mean, obviously, I'm all for uh, men not molesting women. That'd be good. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. Absolutely. Rapists, molesters, yeah. diddlers, no, absolutely not. But I do think there has to be some due process before everybody loses their jobs you and everything. Think. I, I just yeah, don't agree with the rush rush to judgment. I mean... Unless the evidence is so overwhelming, but why did it take so long for this stuff to come out? Why is it coming out today or this last week? Why? That is weird. But you know where it seems the, uh, I got my dog barking. Roof, roof. Your, your dog is not very happy with Jared Leto, I'll tell you that. No, no, she is not. And it's like a FedEx or something. Uh, and I will not oh, be quiet. So let me go into another room. Um, I think you can, now, now the Bassett's going too. Um, I think what really happens, I mean, you get Evan Rachel Wood talking about him, but then four other women came out and that seems to be the, the death knell right there. I mean, once you get other people coming forth with the same sorts of claims, then it's like you're cooked. Yeah, I... What? I still think that there needs to be due process, in my opinion. I, I just I think we've gotten to that point in a society in our society where the rush to judgment and the the reactions are so swift and so fast that we're losing something as a society by doing this. And like I said, I'm not defending him. If he mm-hmm. did this, he needs to rot in jail or whatever. I but I just <sighs> I mean, actresses have been known for doing and saying stuff to get relevant, and uh, yeah, uh, I mean, it's tricky. It's it's scary for me. Even saying that, I feel like when I say it, I'm like, oh, I'm being anti-woman. But at some point, there just has to be some. well, I mean, look, I mean, just oh, like the Jared Leto stuff. I mean, it's, you got to go with the alleged because, again, it's if it's online. I mean, you don't know what is right. what. I mean, and but my my whole feeling about that is with this, with him in particular is, if it were true, don't you think that things would have proceeded? And you know, because obviously, look, Marilyn Manson again, 
you got some people coming out and saying something, and boom, he's out of there. But, you know, obviously if there's anything substantial about Jared Leto, you know, or any other actor for that matter, that they would, you know, give him the hook right away. Right. Well, we're looking at this whole, you know, I mean, uh, look at uh, Bill Cosby. He's He was accused of it for quite a long time before right. anything happened. And um, what was that other producer guy who was friends with all the glitterati? Uh, him and the other guy. Recently, like the last year, he was... Oh, Weinstein? Weinstein. No. Oh, yeah, I, I mean, was, uh, it took a long time for that kind well, of stuff yeah. to actually do anything to their careers, and and there there had been murmurs and rumors for a long time about it. Well, you 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 know what happens is you you know uh, uh, so a man or a woman uh, either is used sexually or uses their sexuality to get ahead. The, the, so that, that happens. So an incident happens. Right. To a certain extent, there's a there's a Stockholm syndrome or something else that delays oh, yeah. their coming forward. You know, if you were if you were a 16 year old girl, uh, you know, somebody rapes you, well, you, don't you think they would go to the go to the uh, police say, hey, this guy raped me? No, they 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 will mull over that because of fear of a thousand things. Right. You know, fear from their family, fear from their church, fear from their society, a thousand things. And they won't say anything about it. And this just sits around. So you have that element that sure. of delay. And when people all, all of a sudden, all these women, it always seems to be that way. One woman says, comes forward and says, yeah, it happened to me too. Happened to me. And so four or five women come forward. And it, it's always that same pattern. So why we can't as a society get beyond getting these women and men who are used this way or use themselves this way to a certain extent to come forward and say, hey, this happened. I don't like this. I don't know. Well, right absolutely. Away. I mean, part part of the big problem is when a woman would accuse somebody, even if it was the truth, they would attack her. Oh, she's just a whore. She's just a this. She's just a that. They would attack her personally, so nobody wanted to come forward. Yeah. So, like I said, there's just got to be some sort of other way of doing this that makes more sense. Yeah. But it's going to continue to go on because people are going to use, men and women are going to use their sexuality to get ahead in that industry. Yep. Yep. Period. Yep. That's true. That is true. There's no doubt about that. I got to mention a couple of things from the Babylon Bee today because, man, they're (laughs) They're so good. They're on fire lately. They are so good. I love them. The first one is uh, a bunch of people who work for a company are bitching because they hired an office conservative. And the rest of the people are saying, oh, it's obviously and clearly a, a diversity hire. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> a diversity hire. You check the political box. Uh, the greatest. Our favorite, though, and I talked to Don yesterday about it. Did you see? In an effort to appeal to socialists, Mike Lindell introduces our pillow. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got a little Russian uh, CCP. Yeah, the, the CCCP <laughs> cap. He's got that oh. cool. big smile on his face. It's hilarious. Oh, it's so funny. Oh, it's a be- that's, here, that's great pub. Oh, God, yeah. he. I'm sure he loved it. He thought it was fantastic. Lincoln distances distance self from Lincoln Project. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's my favorite, though. Uh, forget Myanmar. Here are 12 other places that Biden should invade right now. What? Greenland, time to finish what Trump started. Afghanistan again. We have a ton of experience invading Afghanistan, so we'd probably be really good at it. 
Australia because they have the best licorice there. <laughs> Canada, they gave us Seth Rogen. It's time to make them pay. Oh, God, yes. California, obvious reasons. Antarctica, so many weapons of mass destruction hidden under the ice like Megatron and the Thing. <laughs> England, two centuries after the War of 1812, it's time for revenge. Poland, we heard they like Trump there, so we need to invade them. South Africa, we're tired of always trying to figure out what that weird accent is. (laughs) Egypt, they had their chance to figure out how the pyramids were built. Now it's our turn. France, they always lose, so it'll be a quick, easy win and build momentum and morale. And finally, the Democratic Republic of Sao Tome and Principe. The name's just too dang long. We need to invade it and give it a shorter name. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you so much. Our pillow is the new socialist pillow from Mike Lindell. <laughs> I love that. I just love that. All right, I suppose we better hit the road for our two. Timmy, do you have to, do you have to go, or do, can you stay for uh, one yeah, more second? Yeah, actually, get... I do today. Um, oh, but, you gotta go. uh, okay. We will talk on... Thursday, and uh, have a great week, y'all, and a happy Groundhog's Day birthday to Alex, too. It is happy birthday for Alex. It's absolutely true. All sorts of listeners saying it, but she's not here to hear it. <laughs> oh, that's too bad. Yeah, All right, so we'll take right, herself. We'll talk to you Thursday, Tim. Thank you. Yep. We'll take a few-minute break. Be right back with Hour 2 with the family.